Don't throw that. It's a computer. <laughs> we saw what happened to Hunter Biden when he did that with his. So, God damn it. In a time where all podcasts are the same. Two guys have decided that enough is enough. This is the League of Unextraordinary Gentlemen. Most recent episode of the League of Unextraordinary Gentlemen. It's a rainy night here in Baltimore. Do you remember that old uh, Counting Crows song? It's raining in Baltimore. Nah, no. It had this lyric that went, it's raining in Baltimore, like 15 miles east. I don't know, but it was the only song I've ever heard that, that really mentioned Baltimore that wasn't like a rap song. So, anyway. <laughs> Definitely not rap. Yeah, no. He, I've seen Counting Crows in Baltimore I've before. Seen, I saw them at West Virginia University. Adam, uh, what's his name? Adam Horowitz, I think, is the singer. Remember, he was like the pale Jewish guy with the dreadlocks mm-hmm. and a very mm-hmm. interesting look. He got so drunk that he just like laid down on the stage, <laughs> and everybody's like really mad and wanted their their money back. Uh-huh. He popped back up like ten minutes later and did a great rendition of Mr. Jones. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, they do things. To, apparently, they hate playing Mr. Jones live because uh-huh. it's like pretty simple. I guess it's uh-huh. like four or five chords. I love playing it. Mr. Jones is a fun song, but I think it just got so big and they had to play it so much that he's gone on record. It was their said, free bird. Yeah, exactly. He's like, we fucking hate playing Mr. Jones because that's everybody just yells. Maybe Play Mr. that's Jones. why when I heard it live, it was terrible. Yeah, they did a different version where they had like a um, accordion, maybe. Yeah, and it was like a slowed down version. Yeah, they try to play some alternate version of their most popular song. Yeah. Nobody really digs it. I was I was pretty intoxicated when I heard it, which really speaks volumes because usually when you're drunk, music just sounds so much better. <laughs> Especially the counting crisps. Especially the Oh man. I, I had a very unextraordinary week. I yeah. don't have any tall tales of trips to Dallas or sporting events or really anything. I did go to happy hour. <laughs> I went to Happy Hour Friday. There's a mother's down the street. Rebels! I was, uh, well, it's not really like summertime, but I was in the mood for sangria. So, and they make like a really good, they have, they have it in like the tub back there where you can like see them dipping it oh, out. Oh, wow. So it's mm. been steeped. I think steeped is the word. Maybe that only happens with tea. I don't know. I don't know. I Every time I've experienced anything like that, it's more just like a, a jungle juice party. Yeah, I love it. I mean, there's usually more flavor. Anyway, I had a couple glasses of sangria. Is it there was like good. fruit floating in it? Yeah, they had All fresh right. fruit. It was a red. I got to do red sangria. I can't okay. do I can't do white. Uh, do you like sangria? I, I, I'm picky about my sangria. Me too. It can't be too sweet. I, I'd say if I'm going to eat, drink, eat it, drink it, like Tio Pepe's downtown is where you get... Downtown Baltimore? Yeah, downtown Baltimore. That's where I, I'm definitely going to go to drink my sangria. I don't think I've ever been to Tio Pepe's. So uh, what part of town wow. is that in? It's um, just south of, um, uh, like, University of Baltimore. Okay. okay. It's right off of Charles Street. Right in the city, right in the heart of it. Yeah, Right yeah. in the harbor, almost. Ah, uh, no, you're... Fed right. Hill? No, it's not that far down. Mount Vernon? Yeah, probably. Mount Vernon. Mount, Mount Vernon-y. Eureka. We've got uh, a bingo. But they have the, the red and the white, and uh, both good. are delicious. And when you order it, they're like, would you like the large craft or the small yeah. craft? Is it okay to drink sangria in, like, March? Yeah, it's. I don't think there's any wrong time. I don't know. It's kind of. I feel like it's more of, like, a summer beverage. Like, if you're going to yeah. have a lime in your beer, it should be, like, June 
July yeah. or August, right? I don't know. I, I kind of equate it to Look, the same thing. If, he, if you had it on the palate and you indulged, then and it made you happy, I then did, fuck Eric. it doesn't matter when it happened. I had two glasses of sangria and two lemon drop shots with my <laughs> wife. We had, um, they have these wings there, by the way. I want to take you to get them. They have this uh, flavor. It's called like Honey Buffacue. Okay. Out of this world, good. I'm talking like I can Honey eat. Honey buffacue? Yeah. It's sweet mm. and it's spicy and it's, I mean, it's saucy and you dip it right in the blue cheese. I mean, Ooh. right in the blue cheese. I had blue cheese and sauce all over my mouth. I look like I had blown a chicken. You had my curiosity, but now you have my yeah. interest. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take you there blue with cheese, Honey buffacue. I'm all in. All right, Fuck the ranch. All blue cheese. And then Sunday, I had a, a on Sunday, the day, not mm-hmm. my wife's mm-hmm. name, uh, Jesse and I went to, uh, he invited me to G&M Crab Cakes. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to G&M? No. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, are they good. We gotta go. What's your, Better um, than Woody's? Yeah, yeah. Woody's is right there. Woody's is really <laughs> good. G&M's got, it's almost like what's, it, what holds the crab cake together. The lump meat is almost like the mustard of the crab. Yeah. They've got like yeah, they're, yeah. they're like wet almost on the. Mm. Uh, they between them and Papa's, I think, are the two best crab cakes now, in, now, the, in uh, the state. Price pound for pound. How are we talking cost wise? So it was on these thirty things. bucks for a one. Like I guess it was eight ounce, maybe or sixteen. I, 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 large. It was like a softball size right. crab cake with two sides, and I got a Caesar salad. And yeah, some it's basically fries. a two crab cake platter just rolled into one. I guess. Like, would you remember the Jimmy's one was like eighty bucks? Yeah, it was outrageous. Jimmy's seafood. Yeah. It wasn't even the best crab cake I've ever had. It was good, pretty good. Was... I mean, I'm not going to tell you if Jimmy's has a bad crab cake, but it wasn't if twice it, as good look, as Jimmy. If or this compares Adams. against Woody's, then that's saying something. Wait, is that your favorite? I was going to ask you what you think your favorite. Crab yeah, I would cake say is. that's kind of my that's my baseline. Now that's de- that's in Delaware. What's right. your favorite Maryland crab cake establishment? I'd say. Um, Pappas is probably right there. Yeah, there uh, there is a place I don't remember the name of it down in Greektown that you can get them. Where they're not Box not, Hill, I, the Box Hill place. I don't. I just know you can get them where they're not cooked yet, and you take them I home think, and you fucking Box broil Hill. them. And, oh. Vinny Serrato always talks about those. Yeah, one hundred five. They are the fan. fantastic. I would say G and M. Flip a coin between <coughs> Pappas and G and M. Any, any, just did whatever mood I was strucken, strucken, stricken with, strucken with. Tells me which which cake I was when you whatever was on your palate. I ain't kicking neither of their cakes out of bed or my mouth for eating crackers. Absolutely not. Oh man. Well, so anyway, I, I think I need to take you to G and M, and I also need to take you to Mother's. We need sounds to do a couple like a, corporate outings. Sounds like a little bit of a mandate happening. <laughs> we got to do a couple there. corporate outings, bring mm-hmm. the company card, so I don't have to keep dropping all this money on booze. <laughs> Uh, April Fool's Day. I yeah. I didn't get no. I didn't get gagged at all, I, and I didn't even get gagged by like social media. I figured that <laughs> you know everybody tries to like. I tried to hit like a couple of my buddies with a like a bizarre Ravens trade that was uh-huh. believable. Like uh, the Saints just signed Andy Dalton, so I texted a few guys. Hey, can you believe we traded for Taysom Hill? All we had to give up was a fourth round pick, and everybody's like, "Fuck yeah, you, right. April Fools!" I couldn't get anybody. I thought that was well. Believable. Sadly, I just kept getting had all day because the state of the world it's like there's so much crazy shit that yeah. three four or five years ago i would have never believed it but it's reality so i was yeah i was buying into some stupid shit taking the bait uh but the best was i got my kids 
with the old fake poop trick in the morning. Mm, mm -hmm. So my youngest daughter... You made them think that you shit on the floor? No, no, I got my youngest daughter to think, like, I, it, the timing was great. She came out of the bathroom as I was coming out of the bedroom, and I just followed, went right in, and I just lay like a fake turd on the toilet seat, and I was just like, what did you do? Oh, you put it on the toilet seat? And she came up, and I was like, they're supposed to go in the toilet. Oh. And she was like, I didn't do that. I was like, I don't know how you're telling me you didn't do it. It's sitting right there in front of both of us. Didn't you just leave the bathroom? You didn't even go with, like, the dog shit on, on the floor oh, no. in her room. Mm -hmm. You went with one of the humans shit yeah. on the Well, on the I mean, these seat? kids are crazy. It, it's not unheard of for them to just shit on the toilet seat. I mean, come on. Yeah, but she it. clearly knew it wasn't her, so she's sitting there oh, thinking, no, she my was... dad or my mom shit on the no, toilet. No, 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 she was definitely, like, trying to make sure she hadn't done, like, she was, I was selling her on it. What's the biggest miss you've ever, or the biggest mistake you've ever made, say, uh, headed to the bathroom? Like, have you ever missed? Have you ever not shit in the toilet or pit? Like, have you ever, or you were drunk and pissed on, like, the carpet? What's your biggest, <laughs> what's your biggest, like, like, eliminating your waste faux pas that you've ever done. That was... I had a buddy mm. while you're thinking about it. Oh, I got one. You I don't know if I want to disclose it. You know my buddy Eric Fraser? You know Fraser. Yeah, I know Fraser. Doctor. Like yeah, doctor. Dr. Eric Fraser. He used to get really drunk at like high school parties and stuff. We'd uh -huh. be like, oh no, where, where'd Eric go? Because he would just black out and he'd just go piss in the most random places. I got friends that did that. Yeah, like I'd find him at like one in the morning <laughs> like pissing like, like, and I'd be like, Eric! And he'd be like at my house and be like, Hey, what's up, Stefan? Like, like, didn't even, and he's just like pissing on a pile of my laundry. Like, he's not even in the bathroom. It's like, hey, you're pissing on my oh, fucking man. clothes. Yeah. And, just, and then he just goes back to sleep. It's like, the next morning, be like, I'm sorry, I didn't remember that. You're, you're, you're worst. I, it was in, um, I was in Prague. Okay. And, uh, what did your, your diet consist of? <laughs> Prague. <laughs> Potentially blacked out okay. and uh, came to, and I was dropping a deuce in the shower. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It was a it was a long week of. It's not bad. One time when I was a kid, I want to say I was like ten. <laughs> I had to shit really bad, and I ran into the bathroom and I was distracted. I was there was like a magazine or a book, and I went to shit and I took my pants down and I leaned over the bowl and I shit. I was like, mm, this, I, I'm really smelling this. And I looked down, and the toilet seat lid was closed. Oh, I shit right, right on, top on top of the toilet seat The old lid. mountaintop. Yeah. It, when I tell you it was gross, it was like a dog had just taken a huge shit. Well, think about it. Right. Yeah. It's, there's a strategy on how you're getting that in, because you can't lift yeah. the lid. Like, yeah, you're, you're in quite a pickle there. This is gross. Let's get off of this Yeah, topic. let's change topics. I'll tell you one last one about you were saying getting <laughs> drunk in the shower. Let's tell more! This isn't like uh, a shit story. When I was at West Virginia, uh, I got like hammered at the dorms. It was my freshman year. And we and I was like, oh, I'm so drunk. And we had the showers, like the you know the group showers mm -hmm. or whatever. They, they were isolated one-hitter showers, but it was like a bit, you know, right. like the yeah, locker yeah. room atmosphere of a dorm. And so I was like, I'm so drunk. I'm going to just go, I'm just going to go like try to sober up in the shower. And so I went in and I was like, hammered. And as you do when you're drunk, I like sat down, you know, in the mm -hmm. shower and I fucking passed out, and I leaned over and flopped over, and I covered up the drain, and there's like this much of a lip, like an inch or two <laughs> inches on the, on the shower, you and, I passed out, and I came to like 20 minutes later, it was like, 
<laughs> Dude, I almost drowned myself in like in an a inch couple of water. inches of water. Hey, yeah. it only takes two inches to drown. Man, I'll tell you, I did not graduate from there. It was the number one party school in the nation when I was there. Dropped to number four after I left. That should tell you my impact. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. you had a good time. You got good stories like that. So. Eric, what's going on with Bruce Willis? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's <laughs> he's losing his hair. I mean... No, he's. I think he's, like, really sick. Yeah, I don't no, think he's ever going to act again. Yeah, they're saying he's he's done. He's he's hanging up the old uh, the old gloves, the acting gloves. Um, well, that's, what's this apparently condition the illness, he has? It's apparently a symptom, not the disease. Where aphasia. He, it's called yeah, aphasia. He, he basically is going to start losing control of his uh, verbal verbal skills. He won't be able, able to speak. Um, so that's sad. sad. That was all of a sudden. Yeah. He put out 22 shit movies in the last four years. I think you made fun of him a few weeks ago, actually, about the <laughs> amount of terrible movies that Bruce Willis was putting out. But apparently his like mental uh, capacity was declining all this time. People were honestly like, why is Bruce Willis putting out all of these horrible movies? Because they're like terribly reviewed. <laughs> I think it makes sense I mean, now. yeah, a lot of them I haven't even heard of. I know. I'm, it's sad. Gasoline Alley? I... I I'm wondering what you think is Bruce Willis's finest role or his best movie, if you had to. Ah, that's definitely tough. I'm going to go with the classic Die Hard. Mm. Um, and then the other one that I think he did a really good job, but I'm also biased towards it, is Sin City, I thought was a very good movie. Yeah, he was great in Sin City. Sin City was an awesome film. It was like a graphic novel or a comic book come to life. I think I loved him in The Sixth Sense. Do you remember The yeah, Sixth I do. Sense? It wasn't even like one of his action-heavy roles. He just brought so much gusto to that role and made that such a memorable film. That movie was when we were all like, whoa, M. Night Shyamalan is definitely going to be the best director of the next 30 years. M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> and then every movie he did after that was complete like dog shit. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it was like there was the twist. Yeah, well, he tried to make every movie have right. some bizarre twist, and then everybody was just expecting it. Like The Village, remember The Village? Yeah. Where it yeah, was yeah, all yeah, in yeah. modern times? Yeah. William Hurt, or John, he just died too. All right, he, he was, was in He that. was the dad in that. He was, he was like the... What do you want to call him? The, the exalted ruler of the group there. Yeah. But I, I again, Armageddon was fantastic. Oh yeah, Come Fifth on, Element. Go. Fifth Element. I mean, come on, oh, multi pass. Yeah. Lilo Dallas, yeah. multi pass. I mean, that's a timeless classic. Yeah, Looper. Remember uh, he did Looper. Looper. He was great in Friends. Loved him in Friends. Yeah, he was good. Johnny Dangerously. Do you remember mm -hmm. that from the eighties? No, I don't. That's that good. One I don't. That's good. Pulp Fiction. Or no, it's Hudson Hawk. I'm sorry, it was Hudson. Hudson no, that's a great Not Johnny movie. Dangerously. That's a. That was, I, <laughs> that movie, <laughs> I watched it recently. I was like, God, this movie is awful, but yeah. I can't help but watch it. We're going to go watch a block of Bruce Willis films. Over this Funny, because there's one he was in. It was called The 13 Blocks. 13 Blocks. 13 Blocks with Most Deaf. Yeah, that was Most real Def. good. I yeah, remember that. That, was that, was, that movie was in real time, which means it took place. The movie was an hour and a half, and it took place over like an actual hour and a half. Yeah, right. One, one of yeah, those yeah. rare real-time films. Real-time films. Yeah. Um, and then one of my other favorite Guilty Pleasures, mm -hmm. The Last Boy Scout. Oh, yeah, with uh, Damon Wayans? Damon Wayans. I think that's a good yeah. movie. 
Again, I guys, watched it again. The guy's running the football down and he's just shooting, shooting guys. People just yeah. running down the field. Yeah. And then he caps himself. Oh, man. I can't wait till we get to the sports news. Later. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, God. Man. I don't know. Bruce Willis, I keep going. I just, he's just got a lot of. Yeah, I'm sad that he's not going to act anymore. Yeah. That me was too. all of a sudden. I felt like I wasn't ready for Bruce Willis well, to stop acting. Just so you know, mm-hmm. he has one, two, three, four, five, six, six movies in post production. So Excellent. He ain't done quite yet. Excellent. Glad to hear it, and I hope he keeps making movies. It doesn't sound like it's happening. Probably Ooh, happen. terrible transition. What do you see if, as uh, you said, something about a malfunctioning projector? What's this? Yeah, What's this speaking of, of, of the silver screen, you and I we were chatting about that uh, maybe a week or so ago. There was a, a, a woman that apparently the theater projector broke down. And one of the the viewers decided to entertain the room. Oh, yeah, Took it upon herself to do stand up. To, to do some stand up, and boy, was it terrible! Yeah, it was horrible. It was so uncomfortable to watch. At one point, she yelled at somebody and was like, "You get up here and try to entertain the people." Well, there was an Asian uh, audience member who was like, "You suck. Sit down." Basically, and she was like, "Wow, I've never seen a racist Asian person before." And and they had nothing to do with the person being Asian. It was actually her being racist oh, to the person. Boy. Oh uh, boy, it was real weird, real awkward. Her poor uh, daughter was sitting yeah. there the whole time. So we booked her. I can't wait yes. to see her at Snifters yeah. next week. Uh, <laughs> no. she, by the way, she came in real cheap, by the way. All right. You're going on spring break next week? Yeah. Um, going down to Florida. Florida. Nice. And you're going to, you're, you said you're going to take your kids to the Epcot part? Yeah, we're going to hit up Epcot. I like it. You know what I love about Epcot is you can go around the world and yeah. not even leave Florida. Yeah. You know? We're going to dupe my kids into thinking they're getting a whole, the whole Disney World experience on this trip. And <laughs> that's they're just going to get one part. That's when they go, where's Daddy? And they go, he's just in Germany at Oktoberfest. <laughs> and he's been there for the last <laughs> seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we're flying southwest. And uh, weird, I came across uh, this, this article this week, which makes me a little uncomfortable taking my young children on, on Southwest. And apparently there was a passenger this past week who's accused of masturbating not once, not twice, hell, not even three times, but four times on open on a flight in front of this woman. And uh, <laughs> he was accused of it? I, oh, no. This is what I don't understand. So he... It's <laughs> like, wait, are you masturbating? Like, nope. No, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> the fucking, he admitted, the blanket he admitted just keeps moving. the public masturbation. He said he didn't do anything wrong, so he felt that this was okay, and that it was kind of kinky. Uh, the, was he masturbating under the blanket? The funny, hold on, the funniest part is, is the woman seated next to McGar- McGarrity re- reacted to this by taking pictures. Of course. <laughs> Proof. Uh, of him engaged in the act after he fell asleep. She then told a crew member about her experience and was allowed to move to another seat. I can't believe she waited for him to finish and to take a nap. Yeah, she seemed like she was kind of into I think it. She was kind of down She's with like it. She's like taking pictures. Fucking taking pictures. I also like how he was accused of it. Like, that's what I picture. Like, like she's like sitting there with like headphones in, like kind of sleeping, and he's just like. <laughs> she like opens her eyes and he's like. Whoop. You know, like trying not, because he was accused of it. You know, well, here, hold on, he says he, he, he allegedly admitted masturbating two orgasms, so he finished to the FBI agents. <laughs> I like, imagine being this FBI agent. Now, now tell me, sir. Hold on. When you were masturbating, did you climax? <laughs> it's important, sir. Don't lie. I'm with the FBI. He, he 
said he asked the woman who reported it if she minded. So he asked for permission and her response was allegedly, she threw her hands in the air and said, it really doesn't matter. Eric, can you, like, can you imagine this awkwardness too? Like you just get on a flight, like picture us strangers. Uh, we just got on a flight, like, hey, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Good. Where are you, uh, where are you flying to? Uh, well, I guess we're both going to Houston, huh? <laughs> well, I'm connecting. I'm connecting. Connect so oh, I'm oh, heading yeah. to San Francisco. Gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. What are you reading? What is that? Oh, this is a, it's a thriller novel. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you mind if I masturbate in the seat next to you while we fly? How did you bring that up? You know what I well, mean? Well, does doesn't really matter. <laughs> Uh, I like I like the moxie of the guy to be like, yeah, Great. well, you know, I'm just going to go for it. So he's he's been added to the no-fly list, so he's banned for life from Southwest. But here's my question that I pose to you and to the listeners. Does this count as joining as a member of the Mile High Club? No, no. I mean, you have to fuck with someone else. No. And yeah. not, but he did it four times. I mean, come on. We got You're quantity right, but here. The Mile High Club is that you get to have sex with someone, not your hand. It's, well, that's masturbating on a plane. All right. I didn't know that it had to be sex. I thought it just <coughs> a, an orgasm was I think necessary. it's cheating. To I mean, anybody so could go masturbate in So what if you have sex but don't orgasm? What if you get interrupted and you, you can't still orgasm? You still the Mile High Club. I don't think the climax is... So it is requires what, penetration. Yes, penetration on a plane is the Mile High Club. Okay. Not rubbing your dick until explosion. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, that's... You know, Does it really matter? I mean, it's cool. It's like, <laughs> hey, I masturbated, like, whatever, 10,000 feet above the earth. To this chicken. She said it was okay. Yeah, I like that he didn't even go in the bathroom and just, like, think about her. He just started fucking pulling his dick out. I, I want to know, is he a window seat or an aisle seat? <laughs> or the middle seat. Ooh. Oh, Can you imagine just, like, falling asleep and just feeling, like, your elbow getting just, like, like yeah. that? Just and, you know, it's tight as shit. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Last thing I wanted to say, this story was so bizarre that I just wanted to bring it up. It's not about anyone masturbating to, without the permission of anyone else. Do you know? remember the band No Doubt? Of course I do. I'm Gwen a big Stefani fan. And, Gwen Stefani. Yeah. So their bassist was the guy she used to date, like the Indian-looking guy with mm -hmm. the blonde hair. So he has a home in Los Angeles. This story I just read, his family was recently terrorized the past few months with unannounced and unwelcomed visits from a very particular guy named George Leonardopoulos. You know, oh, he's a Greek, watch out. <laughs> so he said, one of these such alleged drop-ins was last week when he came to their front gate, <laughs> buzzed the intercom, and told the guy's wife that he used to live there with the previous owner of the property, and that that previous owner was Heath Ledger, who's obviously dead. And then he said he purchased He's been dead a really long yeah. time. And then he said that uh, even creepier. He said he used to that he it was gravely important that they would let him in so he could pop into the garage and quote unquote wake Heath, uh, telling them if you <laughs> if you know what's good for you, you will let me in. Uh, and, and it was all wow. That's a it was all, that's bold statement. It was all to the day. Uh, it would 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 have been marking uh, Heath Ledger's forty third. Uh, birthday. Can you imagine if this fucking happened to you? Just some creeper. What? Was this actually previously Heath Ledger's home? I don't know. It doesn't say it in the article. Terrible, terrible I hope TMZ it was. article. I hope it was. But either way, I mean, Heath Ledger's been dead for years, and this guy just shows up at your when, front when door and Heath says, Ledger if you die, know what's good for you. at least a decade, I no, think. No, yeah, maybe. When did The Dark Knight come out? 12 years ago, 2008? Yeah, 2008 or 10. Well, anyway. I feel like it's, it was like 2010 when he died. The article finished. 
Eight. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. He's been dead for 13 years, and somebody just shows up like, hey, can I wake up? Baker's dozen. Oh, I like that the end of the article saying it's a weird story. No doubt. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Wanna uh wanna do sports? Yeah, let's do some Let's do sports. Jump shots. Goals. Running. Balls. Defense. Champion. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Marv Albert, and welcome to another edition of Statless Sports. Thank you, Marv. And now, scores from around the league, where last night the Placenta California Ripcords pulled out the victory, upsetting the Blowing Rock North Carolina Rock Blowers 177 to 43. The star of the game was Geronimo Suckby Sideways Silvertoes as he poured in 68 for the Rock Blowers. The Placenta have been getting chewed up as late and need to feed their best players if they hope to regain the magic from earlier this season. The Blowing Rock Blowers continue climbing, winners of their last eight. Roll, baby! Roll! And in real sports news, uh, I should say other sports news, <laughs> did you see Tiger Woods, Eric, announced today that he will be playing uh, in the Masters? I saw that. It's a big deal because Ty- Tiger is Tiger, 50, Tiger. he has 15 majors, so he's three behind Jack Nicholas with 18. Jack Nicholas has the most majors. He has five, Tiger has five Masters wins. That's one behind Jack Nicholas, who has six wins. And Tiger also has over 120 affairs, cheating on his <laughs> wife over and over again during an epic five year stretch. So, oh man, I, I just. One. Do you remember Happy Gilmore? Of course I remember. Do you remember Happy the scene Gilmore. where the guy, like, comes barreling down the fairway in a car and like uh-huh. hits him. Like I feel like that's gonna that's how Tiger Woods is truly gonna end his golf career. He's just gonna barrel a, a Cadillac he SUV might. down a fairway at, at a pro tour and that's gonna be the end. <laughs> how many car accidents has he been in? A, a lot. That should be on the list right there. Tiger Woods' wife said he was a saint and like he was the best guy until he met Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley and he started hanging out with them. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. He just became a total piece of shit. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Well, that takes us to the basketball court. Last piece of news. Georgia youth basketball players violently attack a referee after the game. Cops are investigating. Several youth basketball players beat the hell out of a referee following a game in Georgia over the weekend, violently punching and kicking. It was all captured on video. Uh, The best part of it, it the alarming scene went down Sunday at Stronghold Christian Church in Lithonia, Georgia. Uh, that an oxymoron. A rep for the church went on record saying it's a truly unfortunate turn of events that took place during the game uh, that was held at our facility. We open our doors to the community and our goal is to provide an atmosphere conducive for enjoyment, enrichment, and beating the shit out of referees. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) What is this world coming to? I don't know. know, Did, did, Did he just make a bad call? Do you think it was Will Smith's fault? Could be. All right. Continue, Eric. You had a little news here. Yeah, I had a little news here. Some uh, sports world news. I came across an article. uh, Ray Lewis, a previous uh, Ravens player. uh, I've heard of him. Probably. Is he he a Hall of Famer? Yes. I think he is. Yeah, right. Well, his son, 
uh, plays for Kentucky, mm -hmm. wide receiver. Uh, he got a DUI. But I think the biggest offense here is that he got two catches for four yards this season. Mm, yeah, it doesn't really hurt the University of Kentucky's football program, <laughs> does it? And not that's really, about it for that one. Not really walking in Dad's footsteps on the field. On the field. <laughs> Uh, as far Yikes. as unextraordinary sports, yeah. I have an update. Uh, there's some uh, pretty wild world headlines in the trampolining Ooh. sport. Tell me all about it, Eric. First, I want to educate you and the listeners. Uh, trampolining is the act of stretching one's scrotal skin out with two hands using the thumb and forefinger until smooth, with the penis resting on top. Then move the scrotum up and down at various speeds to have the penis bounce off of it continuously. I'm sorry, that was the Urban Dictionary uh, definition. Uh, the real one is, um, it's just competitively jumping on a trampoline. Thank God, I thought that's what we were talking about. For a moment there, you really went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> but, in the wild world sports of trampolining, of course, four-time Olympic medalist Chinese trampoline gymnast Dong Dong, Dong Dong, has decided to call in his bouncing career and announced retirement. And even though his likeness is to a penis, Dong, he will not be pounding his way towards the next Summer Olympics. That's sad. Mm -hmm. Dong Dong. And that's all I got for sports today. All right, yours were very focused on. Uh... Dicks. <laughs> really? Didn't even notice. <laughs> Welcome back. Eric, what did you watch this week? Tell us all about it. So, uh, I'm, I'm barreling through The Last Kingdom. Season 3 is just, it just keeps getting better and better. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but I highly recommend this, this the last series. Kingdom. It's easily an 8. It's holding strong. I, you know what? No. I'm going to go 8.5 with the potential to close out with a nine. Wow. But I'm, I'm right about the halfway point of the series. Are you going to give it a jolly? One of your Jolik, famous Joliker awards? Yeah. This one might get a jolly. Might get a jolly. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and the then, last show to get that was The Sex Lives of College Girls. Yes, it was. You don't give them out like they're I candy, don't. I do not. I do not. I did uh, watch the new Blade Runner 2024. Oh, I've seen that. That's good. And um, really? Yeah. I thought the movie was good. It was okay until Jared Leto piped into it as the bad guy. Oh, yeah, I hate Jared Leto. And he was fucking terrible. <laughs> I, like, I just saw the silhouette of him when he was, like, introduced into the movie, <laughs> and I was like, is that Jared Leto's silhouette that I see? Because if it is, I might have to turn this off. This is a good lead-in, because I have some uh, information here about a movie called Morbius that he's in that just came out. It's, <laughs> it's, called, it's called, like, Morbius the Living Vampire. I he plays I... some, like, C-list... <laughs> Uh, Spider-Man villain. <laughs> this is really good. I'm glad. I want oh, you to guess. Oh, man, our, our topics are intertwining. So, Morbius, the reviews <laughs> for Morbius. The reviews for Morbius are out. I wanted you to guess what the score for Morbius is on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, four and a half. Come on, make a real guess. It goes from zero to 100. Oh, it's a hot. I thought it was zero yeah. to 10. No, no, it goes from oh, zero to 100. a 45. Lower. Oh, my God, really? Uh, 32. Lower. 20. Lower. <laughs> Did it get a, a nine? 17% fresh. Oh, well, I wasn't four with four and a half. On Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> My yeah, first but you, guess. Yeah, but you undershot. You understand how this goes. You're supposed to guess higher so that it sounds better. Oh, okay. impactful. You don't uh. undercut it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it wasn't unreal. 
17% fresh. Jared wow. Leto is now the star of both the worst of both the worst reviewed Marvel, which is this film, and DC films. Is it lower now? Oh, it's down to 16%. Oh it's like a stock ticker. We got breaking news. It's dropped again. So Jared Leto was in the worst reviewed DC movie, Suicide Squad. He's now he's like the Daniel Day Lewis of terrible films. Go back to what is it? 30 seconds from Mars. Or yeah. two Mars or whatever. And I, I wanted to tell you if you remember back, like he's in House of Gucci, and he inexplicably wears a fat suit and prosthetics yeah, that's to right. play a character who was not fat. Like, and he talks like this, a Super Mario. Like he nearly ruined the movie. <laughs> it like took me out of it completely. <laughs> he's a terrible. He's oh, like method acts for the worst roles. Like oh, he was sending man. used condoms to people when he was playing the Joker. Yeah, yeah. And it was like you were in the in movie dildos. for you're in the movie for forty five seconds. Yeah, all your scenes got cut. You're a terrible actor, Jared Leto. <laughs> he almost, I mean, I, I, I just, I also got tired of just staring blankly and silently at, at uh, Gosling. Just, well, he's his, so I handsome. got tired of his lazy eye. Like, I was just like, all right, he's got a lazy eye. We get it. He's so handsome. I know, but it just got boring. I mean, it was like an hour. It was well, like I'm a sorry, two hour. Eric, that there weren't college girls fucking each other every other. Well, scene, Robin, okay? Robin, I don't remember. Sorry, right, was Robin Wright was film. trying to bang him at one moment in the movie, and he it went right over his head. Have you ever seen the original Blade Runner? Yes, it's fantastic. Well, this was a solid follow up. I thought. Mm, I don't agree. I don't agree. What did you give it? One to ten. One to ten. I'm gonna go with a. F- I, I will be nice. Um, I, I'm gonna go, I'll go five and a half, maybe six. Five and a half. We'll go with five and a half. Would you say it's better than Dune or worse than Dune? I haven't seen that yet. I gotta watch that. So Same director. I can't, I'm gonna be hard pressed to watch it. Though. Dune won six Oscars. You should watch it. Yeah, but Oscars are just them all patting themselves on the back. Like most Dune of was, the movies that Dune they are was better on, than Blade there. Runner. Dune was you, better okay. than Blade Runner. All right. Well, I may have to take your word for I it. I want you to watch Dune and get back to me. Well, I've got JFK on the list, and that's me like too. a fucking four-hour we've movie. Got, we've got a, a spring break to watch I, JFK. I'm glad I didn't watch it yet, because you clearly haven't either. And oh, well, I mean, I watched it, but I knew you didn't, so I knew that we couldn't talk about Liar! it. Liar! Uh, I'll tell you what I watched, debuted uh, last week, was Moon Knight. Oh, yes. I, I, yeah. Starring Oscar Isaac, Oscar Isaac, and Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. What do I mean by that? You'll have to tune in, I suppose. He's got a split personality. Sounds like multiplicity. Really. Yeah. He, uh, I would give it a, like a solid seven. It's gonna, I think it's going to get better. It just needed to establish a lot. They're describing it as like Indiana Jones meets Fight Club. I would just say that's a pretty accurate okay. description. All right. And but he, which Indiana Jones? Like any of them. It's just very, like, world-trotting. He's like okay. an archaeologist type. All right. Uh, not the Temple of Doom, I guess. I don't know. The Last Crusade? Well, it's not, like, religiously themed yet, but there's gods and Egyptian gods and things of that All nature. Right. Ethan Hawke's in it. All right. It looks like he's going to play the villain. Oscar okay. Isaac does, like, a, an American accent and then, like, a British accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think he's going to have some more accents. I'm not sure. It's a solid seven. Okay. Moon Knight. He's right. beating the shit out of other people. All right. We'll I take think that's that. the tagline for the show. We'll Moon Knight. He's beating the shit out, out of, of other people. people. All right. That wraps so, up well, movies. Hold on. I got one, one, one last thought I had to make Jesus here. Christ, Sorry. Eric. Sorry. Sorry. Eric, we're running out of time. Sorry. Would you? You're I was gonna tra- I was gonna transition into your Jared Leto okay. thing. Fine. Go ahead, Eric. It's Fine. already ruined. Fine. Transition's over. No, I was gonna say I just watched the Reacher series, 
And I remember I said, said something about him being the actor Alan Richard Richson. Very familiar. There's a series called Blue Mountain State. It's like a fratty football like comedy, and it's really funny. And he is in that. And I was Thad. like, Thad? Yes, yes. It's such a, so that's that's like an eight, eight or a nine, that series. It's a really good comedy. Highly recommend it. All right, transition away. All right. So, Eric, we bring it to the final segment of the evening. In a little uh, bit, we like to call Earth is Full. I'm going to let you go first because I may agree with you for the first time in a long time. Mm. This would have transitioned better had you let me a moment ago. All right, well, calling it out ain't going to make it any better. So... You hate Shia LaBeouf. I do. All right. For his method acting ways. And this is a very organic, uh, how this all tied together. Mm -hmm. um, we did not talk about this before the show at all for probably the first time ever. And uh, yeah, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Uh, and it's very funny because that same article about <laughs> Morbius is why it came up. And it has this stupid picture of him with the, like, the, the lenses in his eyes. Uh, just like in in Blade Runner, terrible, terrible method acting. And it talked about how he pretended to be uh, disabled while filming. And um, they started really pushing him to use a wheelchair, no pun intended, uh, because he was using crutches to go to the bathroom and it was wasting production time. Think about the money wasted because he's so busy in his process method acting by mm -hmm. using crutches and pretending to be disabled. Um, so yeah, he's, I think he's my Shia LaBeouf. Um, and I think he just needs to take his band and they just need to get off earth and just head to Mars. Take 30 seconds. Go to Mars. Head to Mars. Yeah. That's so good. Like that. Oh man. Oh shit. That was the best pun we have had uh, on the history of the show. Oh, man. The last one, I can't name names for mine because they weren't given in the article. <laughs> but but this the idiocy on display over the weekend. So there were five friends. There was a rapper, a 24-year-old rapper that went by the name Gunu. G-O-O-N-E-W. Uh, he died from some fatal gunshot wounds a few weeks ago at a District uh, Heights parking lot. But over the weekend, five of his friends contributed uh, to prop his body Holy up. Holy shit! And display it in the club. So they embalmed the guy's body. He's resting there, dead. In, in, the in the clothes he would wear and propped him up. He's got a in crown on his head. For the funeral. Oh. It's got to be on the on the yeah. On the put the oh put my the, god! Put the picture up. Look, guys. I you know I'm all about honoring the dead, <laughs> but I they think have fireworks in front of. I them. think when you embalm oh the body, dress it and prop it up in a club, probably like while Lil John and the East Side Boys was thumping in the background. <laughs> like that maybe so that's creepy. disrespectful to the dead, right? That is so I'm creepy. sorry, fellas. Terrible idea. If this is the kind that, uh, of things that our youth is going to keep perpetuating in the future, Earth is full. You five gentlemen got to go. Join Jared Leto on mm. his spaceship. Uh, that's that's wow. going to do it, right? Mm. I mean, that's signs of the signs of the end are everywhere. <laughs>
Also, once again, last thing I'll say is though, if I die before you, you I want would, me to get you stuffed. I want you to stuff me and put me on stage at one of our comedy shows. <laughs> I want you to ta- you have my full permission. <laughs> I want to be taxidermied though. I don't want to be embalmed. I want it to be like straight leathery, like, like leather face. <laughs> like my skin's kind of cracking a little bit, you know. And you can put me in any sort of tea, like big time and comedy. Oh, we're gonna t-shirt. oil you up real good, make That's you good. glisten, glisten. You yeah. have my full permission to do that. All right, we'll just uh, yeah. stuff you and plant you on the couch. Yeah, in the just green have room. me like holding a microphone. <laughs> I mean, they didn't do much different with this. He's there with his hand in his pocket, and wow, yeah. Anything more unextraordinary than that? No. I didn't get to bitch this one, but I'll save it for next time. Go on vacation. Spend a week with your wife and kids. I'm oh, sure you'll have plenty to bitch about on your way back. <laughs> Thank you, Dark Continent. Good night. And as always, this episode has been completely unextraordinary. This is the League of Unextraordinary Gentlemen. sort of treat very often. <laughs> I'm a good handler. Mm-hmm. I treat I treat my monkey well. <laughs> <laughs>